Wedge Issues is brought to you by Wispolitics.com, a place where political insiders go for news, opinion, and campaign information. Once again, that's Wispolitics.com. Fred Risser has been serving in the Wisconsin legislature since 1957. That's right, 1957. He is a Democrat representing Madison in the state Senate, and he is the longest serving state legislator in all of American history. I'm Jesse O'Poyan, and this is Wedge Issues, a Cap Times podcast about state government and politics in Wisconsin. If you're thinking the audio sounds a little funny this week, that's because I'm recording this from the comfort of my home on a very icy, treacherous day here in Madison. Before the ice storm hit, I sat down with Senator Risser, who at 91 years old has a lot of history and a lot of stories to tell about the state capitol. I'm State Senator Fred Risser, and I represent the most of Madison and Charlotte Hills in the Wisconsin State Legislature. I originally started in the Assembly, I was there for six years, now I've been in the State Senate for over 50 years. Total uh, time in the Legislature to date is 62 years. That's, uh, that's quite some time. That's more than double my life, I think, at this point. <laughs> um, and you are the longest serving state legislator in the country, is that that's correct? That's say, yes. Yeah. Do you ever think about that, or is it sort of Not secondary? Time uh, goes pretty fast when you're enjoying it. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Um, and you come from a political family. Yes, uh, tell uh, me about that. Uh, well, you know, I'm the fourth generation to represent this community in the state legislature and the fourth political party, which uh, surprises <laughs> some people. Yeah. This area has had different political parties. Uh, I'm the only Democrat the family has, has had. Uh, my father served uh, three sessions, uh, three <laughs> terms in the state uh, Senate as a progressive, when the progressives were in. In fact, he was the last progressive office holder in the state of Wisconsin. The progressives disbanded in 46 and he served until 48. Uh, my grandfather, my mother's father, Ernest Warner, after whom Warner Park was named, uh, uh, served in the state assembly as a, uh, as a Republican, was author of the uh, State Civil Service Act in 1905. And my uh, great-grandfather, Colonel Warner, who lost an arm in the Civil War in the Battle of Deep Bottom, uh, and, and was with Grant when uh, he surrendered, was at one time elected as a unionist. So this particular area has had unionists, Republicans, progressives, and Democrats. And it's a family that uh, has been consistent. The parties are the ones that change. <laughs> and uh, you can see the parties have had different philosophies, but the family uh, that, and my ancestors have always been strong supporters of, of public education and uh, good government, uh, environmental concerns, and uh, balanced budgets. Uh, they've all been interested in making government work. My dad always said that if you had the ability and the desire, you should help make our form of government better and help it keep going. Was there ever any question about whether you would go no, into politics? I knew from the time I was born that I was going to go into politics. I'm going to follow my dad and my grandfather. and uh, It was always a topic of dinner time conversation. And uh, politics was always something that uh, the family was involved in. And uh, it was just automatic that uh, I was planning to go into it sooner or later. Sure. 
Um, well, what made you? Uh, what, what makes you a Democrat? I guess you know you, you've you come from a history of different parties. What made you align the way that you have? Well, when I got involved in politics, uh, I was interested in the way that Democrats uh, uh, acted. Uh, now, actually, I came in an area when the progressives uh, sort of disbanded, and the Republican Party was undergoing changes. Republican Party, part of it was progressive, part of it was conservative. The conservatives sort of took over about the time I was uh, involved, and uh, I was more interested in, in progressive uh, viewpoint, uh, innovative viewpoint, and it was the resurgence of the Democratic Party, which had been very conservative at one time, and I would not have liked it, mm -hmm. but it was uh, redeveloping, uh, taking over the what used to be the progressive element of the Republican Party, and uh, the progressives gathered together uh, in the re rejuvenated Democratic Party, and uh, that was the party that I liked. Okay. Well, tell me a little bit about your life before you ran for office. What led you to the Well, the uh, that uh, you know, I happened to be the last World War II veteran in the state legislature. Actually, I had a, a, a good education, public education. I went to Madison West High, graduated from West High, uh, joined the Navy uh, when we were still in war, at the very end of the war, and as the Navy medics. And after getting out of the service, I uh, went to college. I uh, wanted to get a college education away from Madison. So I spent two years at Northfield, Minnesota, Carleton College. Yeah. And then I went out to the University of Oregon, far as Madison, <laughs> away from Madison as I could get, yeah. still being in the United States at the time. And I have two degrees from the University of Oregon. Came back here. Uh, entered the practice of law and joined my dad's law firm and uh, got involved in political activity, uh, waiting an opportunity to, to run for office. And uh, that opportunity came when um, my particular area, the uh, assemblyman, decided to run for mayor. He, so I said to myself, ah, if he gets elected, I'm going to uh, I'm going to take run for his seat. So I went out to work and tried to help him get elected mayor. So there'd be an opening, and uh, there was an opening there, and I ran for the assembly seat and representing downtown Madison, since I lived downtown at the time. And uh, after uh, three terms in the assembly, the Senate seat opened up. The senator was appointed. My senator was a horse Wilkie. He was appointed to the Supreme Court. And uh, so I said, ah, opening there. So I ran for that spot. And uh, since then, uh, I've been uh, reelected to the state Senate. You don't even really draw so much of a challenger anymore. <laughs> well, I've had challenges, uh, and uh, you should have challenges, and I've had some good ones. Uh, the last time uh, I won without opposition, which is always nice, too. <laughs> get a little break. Get the, mm -hmm. uh, what are some of your early memories of legislation that you worked on or um, <clears throat> topics that were up for debate when you well, were in your early days? Uh, when I first started out, uh, the Republicans had control of everything. Uh, the Senate, the Assembly, all state offices. We had a Republican governor. Yeah. But the point was, two years later, there was a complete switch. Mm. In two years, uh, the Democrats took over the Assembly, and uh, the uh, governor changed from a Republican to a Democrat, uh, Aylord Nelson won. And uh, that gave me an opportunity to, to develop, since I was a, one of the few Democrats that had served in, in the Republican-controlled Assembly, and I became the uh, assembly chairman of the Joint Finance Committee, which was a tremendous education. And uh, so I was on finance committee for a number of times. And when I uh, went over to the uh, Senate, uh, I 
<clears throat> went into the leadership line, was a minority leader for about 10 years. And then uh, we changed the constitution to let the Senate select their own presiding officer. Before that, the lieutenant governor presided. And so uh, I uh, was elected to the president of the Senate. And uh, off and on for 25 years, I've been president of the Senate. So I've had uh, a number of leadership positions. Uh, and I've had a number of opportunities to uh, work uh, on budgetary items. Uh, I'm very interested, of course, in our university, which is a world-class university. I'm interested in public education, which is uh, one of the principal forces of government. Uh, environment is something that uh, I feel very strongly about. You know, a lot of times <clears throat> you uh, can get something done if you give someone else credit. And so I have discovered that uh, if you have a good idea, sometimes you uh, help give someone else a chance to get some credit on it, you get your idea passed. So <laughs> I've uh, been quite satisfied with the accomplishments I've had in the state legislature. Are there um, any, any particular that stand out when you look back that you're especially <laughs> well, proud of? Uh, as I say, a lot of times you uh, accomplish things by giving other people credit or by burying them in other bills. Mm -hmm. But uh, no, I, I take credit for uh, 25 years to uh, finally uh, come across with a smoking bill that uh, took uh, smoking out of public places. It was a long, bitter struggle. Uh, I was uh, the one who finally got Wisconsin to allow contraceptives to be uh, sold and not to be considered indecent articles. <laughs> there used to be a time when uh, people couldn't get contraceptives, uh, even uh, had troubles getting the doctors a prescription on it. Wow. Of course. And of course, uh, that uh, we were one of the last states to, to take contraceptives off the indecent article list. And uh, seatbelt bill was one that I spent uh, several years in trying to accomplish. Uh, I was able to pass legislation to permit seniors to uh, go to uh, monitor university classes uh, if the uh, uh, classes have room for them. And uh, that was uh, something that we had to negotiate with the university because they didn't particularly want it, but uh, uh, it's turned out very well and senior citizens had that, that opportunity. What are some of the tougher battles that you've had to deal with in the legislature? Well, I don't win them all. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, I, at one time, uh, was very strong against uh, the lottery. And uh, I thought that uh, the gambling uh, was not the greatest idea. I took the position that it, it was a uh, basically a tax on, on the poorer people because generally those people that uh, couldn't afford it would spend more on it. That was my argument at the time, but I lost that. But the last eight years, of course, uh, the Democrats have been in the minority, so we have had uh, our ideas uh, thrown in the, in the wastebasket by the majority party, and they, uh, we hope to make some changes now. Yeah, do you think, um, I mean, having experienced all different iterations of partisan control, what yes. do you, how do you think it's going to work these next four years with the Democrat in the governor's office and Republicans well, in the legislature? In my opinion, it can't be as bad as it has been in the past. <laughs> the governor, it will veto the roughest stuff. I've been very concerned about the, uh, the uh, approach of the last administration on, on environmental concerns. They took the scientists away from the Department of Natural Resources. Now, why would you take scientists away from 
uh, a subject like, like that. And uh, they took all funds away from the state parks. The uh, one time the state used to help support the state parks. Now it's strictly a, a sticker program and uh, they've just done away with state funds. Uh, you know, I, have, I take the position that uh, environmental activities are, are extremely important. And I, I think that the, the, the past administration uh, giving waivers to uh, water uh, purification and uh, air purification is a mistake, you know. People will come and go, buildings will come and go, but once the environment's gone, it's, it's pretty bad. And uh, one thing to promote business and promote uh, state uh, activity is to have a good place to live and raise a family and enjoy life. And uh, uh, we have an environmental gem here in Wisconsin. We are lucky and uh, we should be spending more time in promoting uh, our natural resources. So how many different governors have you worked with over the years? Uh, this is the 13th one. Okay. Uh, actually, I've had, uh, uh, before this one, I had six Democrats and six Republicans. Wow. And it's now another Democrat, so it's uh, seven Democrats and six Republicans. <laughs> and uh, in my opinion, most of them have been, Democrats and Republicans have been interested in doing their best job. I've been very impressed some of the uh, Republican Governors have been excellent, uh, even though I may not agree with all their policies. It's, we've had some good Democratic governors, and uh, I have concerns about what has happened the last couple of years. Uh, we've had a governor that was, in my opinion, more interested in national, pol national politics, running for president, and uh, I think he, uh, he introduced budgets which he thought would be better accepted nationally than statewide. I'm optimistic about the future. I wouldn't be in the business if I wasn't optimistic. And I'm really optimistic that we've got a, a governor who is very interested in, in education, needs of transportation, needs of healthcare. And uh, I'm looking forward to working with him and uh, hope that we will help prove uh, that this is gonna be again, a progressive innovative state. Your colleagues will um, often joke about, you know, your age and the the being part of the institution, and, and always in a respectful, I think, and and you know, kind you way. Know, but let me say this: yeah. there's different ages. Mm -hmm. There's a chronological age. Mm -hmm. There's an age of physical age. There's an age of maturity. There's an age of judgment. There's different ages. So chronological age is just one of the ages. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, do you, I, I think you know it, there's there's something to be said for the historical perspective, right? You've you've you yes, know I more have, about I the history of the institution. That no one else has <laughs> the historical perspective for the last sixty two years. Yeah. Unfortunately, many people elected to office are concerned with just the next election, and sometimes you to be just concerned with the next election, you have a, a short view. And I think it's very important to have a long range view. And I've tried to take a long-range view on, on a number of things. Yeah. So looking from the start of your time in the legislature to now, what are some things that have changed and what are some things that remain well, a constant? Lot of things have changed. Uh, one thing has changed is the makeup of the legislature. When I entered the Senate in 1962, uh, the Senate had never had anything but white men. There had been no women, no minorities. Now we have both mm -hmm. women and minorities. In fact, we have a uh, we have uh, had women as president of the Senate, and women as leaders, 
and that's good. And of course, another change is uh, that the legislative has was a strictly a part-time job when I entered, and it's become full-time uh, to many people. Uh, over half the legislators consider them full-time legislators. When I started out, I figured it was we'd be in the legislature for a couple months out of the two-year period. We'd pass a budget, we'd adjourn, and then uh, we'd continue my practice of law. Mm -hmm. And that's it was part-time, but it has developed full-time. In addition to that, we've had legislators uh, giving them great, great services. We have uh, legislative uh, agencies, uh, fiscal bureau, legislative council. You, we have the tools. The legislature now has the tools to go ahead and develop policies. And, uh, and when I started out, of course, we didn't have any, any facilities. Uh, the, we had a desk. We had no rooms. We had no telephones or no stationery, no secretaries, no staff. It was, we had a, a pool of secretaries that came in just during the two or three months we were in session type letters based on your seniority. And if you were just new in the legislature, you didn't get any, any help at all. Uh, so now legislators have facilities. They got physical facilities. They have a staff. They have uh, legislative agencies to help them. They have all the tools they need. And uh, it has changed tremendously. Are there things or, or qualities that have remained constant during the time that you've been here? <clears throat> the procedure is somewhat constant, except that it's become much more partisan. Uh, I think we could upgrade our, our rules a little bit, and hopefully we would get away from partisanship. But that is the, uh, it developed on the national level, and that's trickled down to the state, as far as I'm concerned. And it's, uh, we see that more and more controversial matters are strictly partisan votes. Uh, one party votes one way, the other party votes the other way. And in fact, the last session, there were more straight party line votes in any session in the history of the state. I think that's bad. I think that uh, when they're partisan, you find that decisions are made in behind closed doors and caucuses. And uh, it used to be that uh, we would act on the Senate, on the Senate floor uh, on bills that maybe the committee didn't like. Now we see that the committee chairman uh, don't report out bills that uh, they don't like, for instance. And, and uh, the decisions are made uh, by leadership uh, in, in the majority caucuses, the pendulum does move and things do change. And the one thing that we know for sure is that uh, for certainty that things will change and uh, I'm happy to be part of it. So I'm going to switch gears a little bit and ask you some questions more about yourself than about the Capitol. Sure. Um, I noticed, I, I see you out on the square with your with your walking poles. I see we're sitting in your office there in the corner. Uh, I think physical fitness is pretty important to you, right? As you get older, uh, the physical fitness is more paramount than when you're younger. Uh, early on, I decided that uh, we sit too much. So I decided not to ride the elevator. And I haven't ridden the elevator in this building in over 60 years. Oh my goodness. And so uh, whether I, I belong on the fourth floor or the first floor, I always walk up the steps. And for over 60 years, I've never been on the state elevator. And I think just that little up and down steps helps. And uh, it's uh, actually, in many respects, it's faster than the elevator. And so uh, that's one of my little side lights. Uh, I'm a biker. And during the uh, Biking season, I whenever I get a chance, I get out biking. My wife and I have a, a garden that we keep up, and that we go down 
during gardening season every evening and they're working there. So uh, I think physical activity is extremely important and I've been very fortunate to uh, maintain my health. What is your uh, favorite place that you've traveled to? I know you and your wife like to travel a bit too. We love to travel and uh, we've been to all seven continents. <laughs> Last uh, couple of years ago, we went to Antarctica to make the seventh continent. Wow. Is uh, good for the mind as well as the body. And I, I've become quite an internationalist. It's one, one world and the world is getting smaller every year. And to turn around and say you wall in one country is just not so. Uh, and I think that the exchange of students is wonderful. If I had uh, my, I, my way, I would like to see uh, one year of every four-year college term abroad. I think the students uh, getting to know students in other countries is, and getting people of other countries to get to know us is very good. And, uh, outside of government, that's having uh, the relationships that are, are very very significant and, and have an effect. So I'm an, an internationalist and I think that uh, uh, mixing with uh, people of other countries is a very good idea and uh, it helps world peace and helps uh, the world economy. So in, in all your time that you've been doing this, have you ever thought, I should just retire and go and relax, enjoy myself? Well, I, 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 I have no real interest in it right now. Uh, as long as uh, my constituents have honored me by letting me represent them, I will be happy to do so. Have any of your children or grandchildren got into politics? Is, uh, does the political strain have, have, go farther? I have uh, three children, and I have uh, four grandchildren, and I have a great-grandchild. And I, unfortunately, uh, none of them have shown an interest in running for office, but they all vote. And they all uh, participate in the voting dis in the discussion about politics, which is important. Um, back to the the physical activity, I've heard about you doing your bike ride every year on your birthday. So how does how does this work? You bike a mile for oh, every well, year? I, I have uh, what I do is I bike my age in a single day, uh, about my birthday time, and uh, I have been able to keep it up. And uh, this last year, I biked my. 61, my 91 miles and my 91th birthday. It's getting, takes a little longer every year. I have to start early in the morning and I go all day long, but uh, it's, it could be done. And uh, I put in about 3,000 miles biking this last year um, during the year. Um, I'm not going to bike in the winter. Uh, I'm, I'm a good weather biker, but it's, uh, it's good recreation. And I generally do it uh, solo because it's a great time to, just think about things and, uh, and uh, clear your mind, in my opinion. Yeah. Are you a music fan at all? Um, I let my wife take care of most of the music okay. uh, and the interests. Uh, um, I am not anywhere near as, uh, as um, knowledgeable on that subject as, as she is. And uh, <laughs> we enjoy going to concerts together on occasion. And, uh, but she picks those out. and. Uh, I'm happy to join with her. <laughs> That's a good way to be. Um, well, I'm going to ask you two questions I try to ask every elected official I interview, um, very Wisconsin-specific. Do you have a favorite Wisconsin beer? Favorite Wisconsin? Beer, a beer brewed in Wisconsin. Yes, I do. I have, uh, I enjoy the Spotted Cow. Ah, very classic. And it's, it, it's, a, it's a local beer. It's not sold outside the state. Mm -hmm. And uh, whenever I get a chance, uh, I like that. It, 
also, uh, when I go to certain restaurants, I uh, inquire about uh, certain foreign beers that mm -hmm. I like. Yeah. Uh, foreign beers in uh, Japan and uh, China and whatnot, but uh, a local beer is, is a spotted cow. That's a, it's a classic choice. Um, do you have a favorite Wisconsin cheese? Boy, Wisconsin is the cheese uh, capital of the world. And uh, I like all cheeses. Uh, the, the aged cheddar is especially good. That's very good. Um, my last question for you would be, if someone were coming to Madison, to your district, and had never been here before, what are a few things you would recommend that they must experience? Well, it depends on the weather, quite frankly. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but uh, uh, depending on, on their interests, uh, but we have a fantastic university. And uh, we have a lot of aspects of the university. If they're interested in athletics, we have an athletic program. If they're interested in uh, walking, uh, the, the, the uh, picnic point is a wonderful place. And we have a lot of areas. Uh, if they're, uh, But the university is, is a goal for a lot of people here. Um, if they're interested in just the uh, downtown area, of course, the uh, uh, Nona Terrace is a, is a uh, very famous but uh, very uh, interesting place to, to go. I recommend that. I recommend the Overture Center, of course, if you're interested in the arts. And they have, it's a state-of-the-art facility. I would recommend that if they're interested in... Uh, Garden activity over at Gardens are fantastic, and uh, we have a, a great place there. I would recommend uh, that. Uh, if you want to walk, uh, depending on uh, whether they want to walk up and down State Street, which is an interesting street, or maybe they want to go to some of our parks. We've got some great parks, and I could name a dozen parks in, in Madison, and they're all great parks. Warner Park was named after my grandfather, Ernest Warner. And uh, Marshall Park um, in, um, it was named after uh, a relative of mine, too. So anyway, uh, but there are other parks in here, and, and uh, they're, they're, they're great. Um, I think that uh, Madison is a wonderful place. We have over 500 places that serve food. And we have uh, excellent restaurants in different, uh, different uh, communities. Um, we have restaurants from just about every ethnic uh, idea you can think of. And so uh, if they're here to any time, I'd certainly uh, move them to, to the restaurant to see. So actually, this is a great place. Uh, we've got it all here. We do. I know I said that was going to be my last question, but you made me think of one more because you your family does have this legacy throughout Madison. So what is your hope um, 60, 90 years from now that your legacy will be in Madison? or in the state of Wisconsin? Well, <clears throat> I really think that Wisconsin is, a, 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 is an environmental gem. We've got great parks, and I would like to see them uh, develop greater. I'd like to see that uh, more of the land be made public around uh, some of our beautiful lakes. And uh, I'd like to see the public have a chance to enjoy the, the outdoors. Uh, I've done a lot of mountain hiking, and um, I think it's a, a wonderful activity to, to, to be have fresh air and fresh water, and uh, shall we say, I used to say we had uh, good air, good, uh, good water, good government. I'm not, uh, the government is, is a questionable one sometimes, 
But uh, uh, we do have great services in Madison. One thing Madison has that many communities don't have is, is excellent first-rate services. Now, we have to pay for them. Uh, the people around here are, are interested in living a good life, and uh, we live a good life here. And uh, people have come from around the world and come to Madison, and many of them stay here, whether they start at the university or start somewhere else. My wife is one that uh, came to Madison for an education, decided to stay here. And so uh, we have a great place. And uh, I would say that uh, I've been all over the world, that uh, there's a nice place to visit, but the place to live is right here. I plan to spend the rest of my life here. Thank you for listening to Wedge Issues. Our theme music is Oh, Wisconsin by Loxley. We'll be back every Friday with new episodes, so make sure you're subscribed on iTunes or wherever you find your podcasts so you don't miss out. If you have feedback or suggestions for me, you can find me on Twitter at Jesse Opie, J-E-S-S-I-E-O-P-I-E, or you can email me at J-O-P-O-I-E-N at Madison.com. You can also check out our other Cap Times podcasts like The Mad Splanners and The Corner Table. We'll see you next week when hopefully it's not quite so icy outside. Oh, 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 o